Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the great halls of USA Today, we assemble the newsroom's mightiest nerds, Brett Molina. I'm so sorry for the producer of this podcast. (laughs) Kelly Lawler. I will fight you on it. Brian Truitt. Spoiler town! (laughs) Together, they form The Mothership. Their mission? To harness their collective encyclopedic knowledge of nerdiness in all its forms. To dissect every trailer, plot twist, and game released for the geekiest of fans. The Mothership. Saving the universe from bad comic book adaptations every Friday. All aboard the Mothership, the Geek Culture Podcast from the USA Today Network. Thanks so much for joining us and happy Friday, friends. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday! (laughs) I know. (laughs) We're trying here. We're trying. Happy Indoor Friday. Let's meet the crew. I'm Brett Molina. I play video games. And what's getting me through this week is The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Um, I've been piecemealing it through the last few days. And I have now stopped right when the Helm's Deep battle is about to start. So I'm very much looking forward to watching it again. I'm Brian Truitt. I watch movies. And uh, besides today's main topic... I think what's getting me through this week is is a mobile game called G.I. Joe War for Cobra. And it's kind of like Farmville, but with like a lot more like vehicles and battles and stuff. It's based on the old 1980s TV show, cartoon, comic book, toy franchise, of course. And um, you play as G.I. Joe and Cobra and you go and you, you just you like make stuff. You make like, here's a turret or here's a flamethrower. And um and you like mine oil and like gems and like intelligence. It's mindless. But again, it's like Farmville where, you know, sometimes you just want to build a flamethrower and you get to build a flamethrower. So um it's pretty fun. I am downloading that after this episode. <laughs> uh I'm Kelly Lawler. I watch television and what's getting me through this week other than our main topic is Marco Polo, uh, not the pool game. I'm not going anywhere near pools. It's a video chatting app, but it's like video messaging. It's not Zoom or FaceTime. You send videos back and forth with people, and like the what makes it easier than text is that they're like hosted in a cloud, so you don't have to worry about downloading or anything. They're pretty low quality, but I use it mostly to chat with my uh, almost three-year-old niece and uh, other toddler-aged cousins. They freaking love it because kids that age really like watching videos over and over and over and over again. And uh, so I have read some children's books and they've got the funny filters and you can do a voice changer and it's been a very lovely way to keep in touch right now. So I highly recommend it, especially for people with small children or keeping in touch at a distance with small children. Ah, nice. Have to check that out too. If this is your first time listening, welcome. New episodes of The Mothership drop every Friday, and you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like to listen. While you're on Apple Podcasts, 
maybe we'll toss a couple bells your way if he could write a quick review about the show. <laughs> because by doing that, you'll help other fans who love nerdy pop culture find us. As a special bonus, we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. So try it out. Let us know what you think about the show and what you want to see moving forward. And we get really good feedback. Everybody wins. Don't forget, along with leaving a review, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at Mothership Pod. Or you can send an email to MothershipPod at USAToday.com. Very quick, we'll keep this super short because we've said this for the last couple weeks now. Because of all the isolation and everything with social distancing, we're obviously all recording from home, which means we're not directly in our podcast studio. So if everything sounds funky, if you hear a random dog barking or something else, it's because we're all recording at home. And thanks to technology, we've been able to still pull the podcast off. And shout out to our producers who are amazing. So if it doesn't sound exactly like you think, that's why. So just the disclaimer for that. Anyway, let's get out our vaulting pole and jump right into the main topic. First, a clip of the most soothing music around. I want to go back and start digging for fossils. That was the sound of Animal Crossing New Horizons, a new Nintendo Switch video game that is absolutely blowing up right now and has become a bomb for all three of us as we quarantine. Now, if you listen to the show regularly, I initially had brought up Animal Crossing because I'd started playing it, and my hope was that Kelly and Brian would start playing it because they had connections to people who were playing Animal Crossing, and turns out they have both now played it, and they both are in love with it. Check and check. Yep. It is bringing me great joy through this whole sheltering in place, whatever it is we're doing right now. So, Kelly, let's start with you. What turned the corner for you as far as I love this game, I'm obsessed with it? Like the first day of playing it? We recorded this podcast last week and my husband had been playing it since like he he bought it on launch day digitally for his Switch. And he was very much trying to get me to watch him play because he thought correctly that it might be something I would be actually be interested as opposed to most of his video games where I'm not necessarily into them um, because I have terrible hand-eye coordination and thus fail at most video games. But it was fun to watch him play and then you talked about it all at the podcast last week and I decided that I should try it. So I started playing it and I love it so much and I've played it every day since I started playing it last Friday. So what's your favorite part about playing it? Okay, my favorite part is that I don't have to be, like, good at anything. Like, I'm still pretty terrible at fishing. I, like, miss probably one out of every four fish I try to get. I'm much better at catching the bugs, although obviously they're not worth as many bells, which, if you haven't played, is the currency in the game. But it's just relaxing and soothing, and there's no time limit, and you don't have to beat anyone else. So it's not like I'm playing a game where I lose against my husband all the time, which is what usually happens when we, like, play Mario Kart. And I am very excited about decorating my house. You know, like the all this coronavirus stuff may stop us from being able to move somewhere bigger as soon as we want to. So, you know, putting that energy towards decorating a tiny little house with like adorable little rugs. And I uh, just got a bathtub for my second room. And I've gotten all the plants that there are basically so far. I love plants so much. So it's really fun, and I get to control a corner of the universe, and there's not much we can control right now. I'm doing a lot of hand motions. I'm sorry. <laughs> for, 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 for Brett and Brian on our video chat and for you, the listeners, who cannot see them and make fun of me. So, Brian, what was it for you that turned you around and, and got you hooked on it? 
I knew I'd probably get addicted once I started playing. It's just a matter of actually like getting around to playing it because I have other other coping mechanisms around that that are they're more go tos than that. I saw what you know what my daughter was doing with, and I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. So it's just it was just a matter of like going to do it, and then so I go and like my daughter's already created me, and I'm like, oh great. So, <laughs> where am I going to be at in the situation? It had gone too far. It was just, I think she just kind of created me and my wife in the game, like Aww. off of our profiles. So, I didn't miss anything. But it's just, it, but it's funny because, like, you know, you what you look on, on Twitter and stuff, and they're like, well, how did you get that bigger room? Or, like, I only have this bigger room. And I'm like, Kelly, talking about the second room. I'm like, I don't, how do you even have a second room yet? It is interesting, kind of like to see where you're at compared to everyone else and in the kind of experiences everyone has because it's a really interesting kind of like a game that gives everybody their own unique experience and even within like the people in our house they all have different things to do like i've noticed that i noticed when my when my daughter was playing she's like whenever she went to go talk to um to timmy nook timmy kept bringing up a shop and i'm like oh well there's a shop to be had and and <laughs> And my daughter doesn't care. She just wants to go out and pick weeds and, and hit things. And she doesn't get the whole point of like, oh, she, there needs, there's adventures to be had. You know, there's things to do in the, on the island. So I pretty much had to like late last night just hack a bunch of wood, like so much wood, and leave it, leave it for myself. Then go switch to her account so she could go as her character, pick up the wood, go deliver it to Timmy Nook to start on the shop. Because my daughter would never get started on the shop if I just let, let her to her own devices. So I think that's kind of interesting. Kind of like each person on the island gets things to do that their experiences are different from other people's just in the same household. And then it's just our experience is different than everybody else's pretty much on the Internet, which is really interesting. So do you have a favorite activity? Not fishing. Um, I like buying stuff. That's fun. I like to go and look for fossils. And now that like, so my my buddy Blathers is now building his uh, the museum on the island. So now I get all these fossils. I speak up to fossils and they like, I can get a couple grand for them. So I just bought myself like an electric kick scooter. Nice. And I'll get that tomorrow on the map. But, but it's like, it's fun just buying stuff. Like I bought, like there's this like weird little camel that's just kind of hanging around. <laughs> I bought like a like mysterious wallpaper from him and turned my like thing into Hogwarts, which was kind of cool. And, but, but it's funny. Cause like, so I get, I like buying stuff, but I don't have anywhere to put it really. So I put it all in front of like my, my house. So I have like <laughs> an oil barrel, uh, an elephant slide, a protein bottle, flowers, <laughs> a sleeping bag, and and it's funny because like I was playing and my my wife's like, you know you're Sanford inside, <laughs> and I'm like that's a really old reference but I get it because it's right you know I just put a bunch of, like and there's nothing inside the house I have like a retro stereo and some other other random nonsense but like everything's in front of my house you know a la Sanford and Son. It's funny you say that because my house is still like the one big room. Yeah, mine is too. You have to pay off your second loan to get the second room. There's two loans? There's loans every oh, time oh, you pay okay. one oh, off. The home loan. I got gotcha. you. So Tom Nook, the, the capitalist that he is, 
is always encouraging you to upgrade your house, which means you have to get an even bigger loan. So I just put in to do my second house. So the first house I think is around forty or fifty thousand bells or something like that. Might be more. I, I'm forgetting. It's ninety for mine. Yeah, I think it's ninety. And the second house I think is like one hundred ninety-eight thousand bells. Jesus. So he just keeps pushing you to upgrade. And I saw on Twitter, I think the highest house you can get is like two point three million bells or something crazy. Good so. Lord. My loan for my second room is 348,000 bells. So yeah, I got the second room pretty fast, but it's going to take me a while to get a third room if that's what happens next. But it's so funny because he's like this capitalist, like raccoon bear guy. And then at the same time, he's like, just pay it off when you're ready. And I'm like, oh, only life for that simple. Yeah, no interest. (laughs) Pay when you want. Take your time. But going back to my, the one room house that I have, like I have my cot and then I have a lava lamp. And then I have a stereo. And then someone gifted me a toilet for some random reason. So in the corner is a toilet because I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, let's try the toilet. I'm curious. So I just sit on the toilet and then I hop off and it flushes. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So and it's all in one room. It's all really weird. But I'm looking forward to the new house now because I need another room. I need a bathroom. This is not the way to live. But anyway. So how far along is everybody in the game? Kelly, how, you, you mentioned you already have another room on your house. Like how far along are you? Well, so because my husband started playing many days before me and also is super, super into it, he is the opposite of Brian's daughter and he is going for every like achievement, every like order that Tommy Nook gives him. So he got the, he, when I started playing, the store had just opened and he already had the museum up and running. Like I have only been able to donate a single fish to the museum because Pat has gotten every other single fish. Although now that it's April, maybe I can find some unique fish myself. <laughs> and like he told me I wasn't allowed to dig up any fossils. Wow. Because we got to share this <laughs> island. Um, and he's very uh, particular about where I can plant trees. Um, so since I wasn't really going after that kind of stuff, like that's all him. We got a bridge going now. Um, we got new residents. I focus mostly on my house, and uh, that has been really fun. Yeah, so I just got a second room. I just got wallpaper and rugs from our friend, the camel, Sahara, I think her name is. Although mine was not nearly as cool as Brian's. I mostly put the rest of them in storage. And uh, I also got a fence for my house that was really big, but I discovered that where I put my house, I can only fence it around three sides because I I gave myself beachfront property. Um, As did I, yeah. Yeah. And then um, we haven't used the the trial for the online version of the game where you can use other friends yet. And we haven't decided if we're going to buy that part, but hopefully we will use that and then we'll start being able to get more fruits from other islands. And it's fun. I'm, I'm excited to try to do that part of the game because like I could like, quote unquote, see my best friend who lives in Germany or like you guys um, and also get new fruit. Right now we have pears, coconuts and apples. FYI, in case you guys need them. I've got oranges, so if you want to trade, let me know. Yeah, yeah, I just got apples in mine. We'll have to talk. So, Brian, how far along are you in in the game? Um, Not that far along. Again, so Blathers just started um, going for the the museum, so I think he's going to build it like tomorrow. I'm not too far along in paying off my loan, but I got like two money trees going, so hopefully that will help. And then we, I need to find like 30 iron nuggets to get the shop going. So that's, that's the thing. I've seen a ghost. And that's pretty interesting. And then I just helped out uh, the drunk, always sleeping um, seagull pilot guy. 
I just, oh yes, that's right. I just let him. Yeah, like so. I I just been letting him sleep. I haven't apparently. I've I should have woken him up before now, um, but I did. And so turn him on his side if he's drunk. Yeah, and so I found his his little communicator parts. So I he's gonna send me something later. I guess I don't know. It's what is funny because because yesterday there was some stuff to do, but not a whole lot. But like today, because like the new month, and I get you know there's there's new butterflies and new fish, and like eggs all over the place and like i'd be doing eggs. something and all of a sudden there's like the um the balloons are coming by with the presents and my my daughter's like go get the balloon i'm like i'm trying to find the communicator parts right now so all of a sudden there's like 50 bazillion things to do at like one time so you're parenting via animal crossing already pretty much so it's funny because as we're talking about this i think it gets to why the game has resonated so much with people and you know kelly talked about control but i think that like the thing that i think that has made animal crossing so fun and so popular is that you're kind of getting to live life through this game that you can't do right now otherwise like decorating your home going shopping doing all these things without having to worry about anything it's just you have this freedom and you have just this ability to live your life like you're wanting to and like we had been for you know a few months prior to everything going down but i think that's part of what has made this so fun is just being able to do that in in a relaxing way and in an environment where there's no pressure and it's just you can just enjoy what you're doing yeah i definitely think so and i was thinking about like i never really got into the sims and this is very similar in a lot of ways and i think it helps that like it's so like cute and like twee and it just wants you to be happy as opposed to the sims which can like be weird and like can be dark and like is too much like real life like they look like real people i like that this is a cartoon aesthetic i like that it's not really realistic it feels more escapist and your neighbors are all animals and one of our neighbors was sick yesterday and i was like too real too real (laughs) brian is that what impression are you getting from the game as far as enjoying it and kind of what you've seen from other people well, I think that's interesting what she said. I think it's subconscious because, you know, what I was just saying, it's just like there's some stuff in my house, but I never spend any time there. Like, I'm all like, you know, that's why I have the Sanford and Son house is because I kind of don't want to go into the to the house, even though it's cool to, to have one. I never spend any time in there. All my stuff's outside. And like when I turn off the game, I go and sleep on my sleeping bag <laughs> right in front of the beach. I don't go inside to go to sleep. And there's a lot of running around. Yeah, so I think it is subconsciously. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the house all day. And yet, but when I'm on Animal Crossing, I want to go fishing and, and you know, tear down trees, <laughs> you know, ruin the environment, things like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the other funny side effect is that I kind of feel like I'm weirdly pillaging sometimes because there's... Yes! There is a function in the game where you buy the miles tickets and it allows you to fly to a random island. You don't know what kind of island it is. But it's crazy because initially I was like, oh, this is a fun island and check it out. And then once you get into the game, then you're just like, where's my axe? And you're chopping down everything and you're <laughs> ruining the environment. You're stealing the bugs. You're stealing the fruit. It's like, oh, my God, this is like a 
kind of undercover environment climate change kind of message. Like, oh, my God, what am I doing to this poor island? I've totally ruined the ecosystem. We call it strip mining. Well, I feel guilty because I, like, upgraded all my tools. So I, like, have a real axe. So, and I was, again, like last night, I was going to go find all this wood for the shop. And so I'm, like, hacking things. And I noticed, like, on the third hack, the whole tree came down. And I'm like... Oh, no, because like that tree <laughs> might not come back and I might need that like tomorrow. So like from from then on, I was like two hacks and that was it. So I didn't like, you know, ruin the ecosystem. Kelly, do you feel the same way visiting the islands that you get to check out? Yeah, we call it strip mining when we go to other islands. I only did it once so far. Um, and there was like a mix of like, oh, God, and also like, Oh, I am the evil villain. Like, I am the aliens in Independence Day. I'm coming for your resources and I'm leaving nothing behind. Like, <laughs> leaving just tree stumps. <laughs> tree stumps and holes. Tree stumps and polluted rivers. Yes. Although I will say, what I, you, one of the things in the game is you, you think you're fishing a fish and sometimes you pull out trash. My husband just leaves it on the ground because he doesn't want to have to deal with it. I go, like, sell it. I have no idea how many bells it's actually making me, but it takes it out of the game. And so I'm cleaning up the island. So you could also reuse them and make your own. Like, like I've gotten the cans, and I use them. I've already made, like, five succulents. (laughs) 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 I told you I had a lot of plants. So tips for listeners out there that are playing the game and there's stuff they don't know about. What are some tips we can all offer? The one that jumped out to me that I discovered a few days ago is that with the fruit, you can take the fruit individually and plant them in the ground, but you can also eat the fruit. And if you find a corresponding tree, you can dig up that whole tree and plant it somewhere else and it's preserved with all the fruit on it. Hmm. What tips do you guys have to offer as far as getting around the game and and how to make the most of it? Um, The money tree, supposedly it will like triple whatever stuff you put into the the hole so i've made sure to put in like i think i put in like ten thousand and one. i might have twenty thousand and another one so i don't i haven't seen the fruits of that yet so we'll see um yeah it's just like there's a lot of stuff on the internet yeah I'm, i'm still figuring out stuff i'm still an amateur animal crosser i guess you know fishing yeah i would say i would say like go for the red snapper because god those things are like a thousand dollars but now i think now the snapping turtle is like the big money maker it's like four thousand bells or something and like and once blathers gets his museum going you still unearth fossils and assess them and like it's big like dinosaur parts so I was like, well, should I like build myself a dinosaur or should I sell him? And then I go to Timmy and he's like giving me $5,000 for like a T-Rex torso. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sell the T-Rex torso. I don't need a big friggin' dinosaur on my Sanford and Son lot. Thank you. <laughs> Little do we know, Timmy and Tommy have a black market fossil ring that we don't know about. And they're selling these <laughs> at other islands. Yeah, he's got Jurassic Park's like <laughs> the one island over. Yeah. So Kelly, what tips do you have? Um, I can't. I cannot say they are my tips because they all come from my husband. But um, one thing I did figure out on my own because I was so obsessed with making succulents is that there are more miles goals than you think associated with digging up lots of weeds and selling them. So like, dig up the weeds. It doesn't. It doesn't just do nothing. There's like a beautification one that I got that was like a couple hundred miles. So that was nice. I think the rocketing thing is something that my husband does that I can't really do very well, where you dig three holes by the rock, and then when you're trying to 
get the the iron nuggets and the stones and the clay and stuff out of the rock it prevents you from jumping back too far I don't know that's like a lot of coordination for me but it, he does very well on it he has like a gold who knew there could be a gold hmm. he just sits here and he plays games on his Nintendo Switch and now I'm fighting for them <laughs> so over the last week who's been playing more you or your husband probably still him but uh, so far he is getting a lot of enjoyment out of the fact that I'm enjoying a video game and so he's enjoying like hanging out with me while I play it let's see how long that lasts but last week I was working two to 10. So I did have some extra hours, but this week we're back on a much more similar schedule. So I get time in when he does the dishes after I cook. Oh, well, there a you peek go. into our inner lives right here on the Mothership <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> okay, listeners, it's your turn. Are you playing Animal Crossing? Do you have any special tips or tricks? What's your friend code? Let's talk about it on Twitter. You can find us at Mothership Pod or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at Brett Molina 23. I'm at Brian Truitt. And I'm at K-Lols, K-L-A-W-L-S. Don't forget, you can email us too. We're at mothershippod at usatoday.com. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to wrap it up here. Special thanks to our pilots slash producers of The Mothership this week, Shannon Green and Natalie Boyd. If you like the podcast and don't want to miss an episode moving forward, you can subscribe to The Mothership for free. While you're there, how about leave us a rating or a review? It helps other people find the show, and we get really good feedback. It's great for everybody. If Apple Podcasts isn't your jam, you can also find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere else you listen to pods. Until next week, nerds out. Later. Bye. Bye, turn up. Bye.